listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's start talking about the Indianapolis Colts. And my question to you is, and I'll set it up, AJ. This is a short week. It's the shortest of weeks. They had a dream crusher last week. How much do we account now a 10 up to, in some spots, a 10 and a half point favor? How much do we account for the dream crusher phenomenon? And let me define that for new listeners. This is about the time of year where this starts, and it's going to extend all the way through week 17. You know, I guess there's 18 weeks this year, is the following concept. The week after you've lost your season goal, whatever your season goal was, it might be to be 500, might be to win the Super Bowl, whatever. The week that that is no longer a reasonable possibility is a tough week to be up emotionally, motivationally. Because think about it. The goal you had the entire time is now gone. To find a new goal instantly is hard. Now, these are professionals. A week goes by. They mourn the, you know, the dream crusher the crushed dream, and then they're ready in two weeks usually. But I don't think I've ever seen a spot where the dream crusher happens, and we can debate if it did or didn't for the Colts. Are their dreams crushed? And then they have a game three days later, and they're laying doubles? What do you think? I would I would first say I don't think their dreams are crushed. Okay, so let's make that case. The case is now their their dreams to win the division are probably crushed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the AFC wild card race is so wide open because there's no one really you know clearly running away with those spots in the AFC. Well, it's hard to run away in eight games if you're a wild card because that means you're not winning your division, so you can't have that good of a record. But there's not many teams in the AFC who feel like they are head and shoulders above the rest. It feels like there's the Bills, the Ravens, and then there's a bunch of Glop. Wow. Okay. I mean, we can debate that list, but um, I, I see your point. I just don't think it's possible. Like, when is there ever going to be? And, and I think the, your point kind of is made regardless. I think in general, there's never going to be a time there's like a, a locked up seven teams eight weeks in. So, coach, right now, the odds are 10 to 1 to win the division. So obviously a long shot there. They were three and a half to one before the game. So obviously a big letdown. But 538 says a 34% chance to make the playoffs. Okay, okay. So maybe it's not a dream crusher. It's a crusher. It was, I mean, they win that game. They're probably a coin flip now to win the division. I agree. You know, with Henry out specifically. And that's the other thing to look at. The Titans lose Derrick Henry. The Titans next two games, the Rams and the Saints. Which it kind of makes you think three games ago, what kind of stretch this has been for Tennessee. Right. I mean, because let's think about this. It was Kansas City, uh, Buffalo, and Colts. the Colts. And then they got the Rams. And the Saints. And I, the Colts' next two games, Jets and Jacksonville, they probably feel like they can make up some ground in the right, next two weeks. All right, you know weeks. what I'm going to do? I'm going to concede the point. Thank you. I think, I, I think that they're going to be mad they lost. But it's not a dream crusher. And if anything, maybe it focuses them. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We'll take care of this DAC stuff right away. So there was a little confusion in the pre-show meeting. You can relax. I'll do I'll host maybe, you know, do the driver too, because that way you can make up for yesterday and I don't have to hear about it all the time. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So the line opened up. Now here's the question I think that we have to get into. What should the line have been in Dallas? So 
what's the power rating say right now? And what the line actually was, was seven and a half when it opened, and it's moved to 10. Now, power ratings will give us an idea of what the line would be if Dak were healthy. What are you seeing there from Fez's rating? Fez's power rankings make it eight and a half on a neutral. All right, on a neutral. And this game is? Currently 10. It's 10. Oh, it's in Dallas. In Dallas. So 10 and a half or so, it seems like. So what we're saying, but again, a half point here or there, it's going to be fine. So the line opened at seven and a half, which clearly built into the opening number uncertainty about Dak. Obviously, he didn't play last week. So it makes sense there'd be uncertainty. And now as the weeks progressed, it's ticked up and ticked up. And now it's back to where it should have been at 10. And wouldn't you say because they won last week without Dak? No, not this. This no. game is even more of a reason not to play Dak than it would have been a week ago against an AFC team instead of an NFC team. You've got a, a more comfortable I don't. Lead. I don't think NFL teams. Remember Drew Brees when he hurt his hand? Mm-hmm. And the whole plan was, or the thought was, that they had like four or five or six games. I think it was six. And then they had a bye. And all the projections of the time put it right on the bye week when he'd be back. Now, the guy was in his, what, last year or next to last year? I think it was next to last year at that point. Or was it his last year he got hurt? It was, uh, it was last year because that's what it, it was. It was last year. Yeah. Okay. So the week before the bye, he comes back early, even though at the time they had won, you know, no, I, I don't. I think Bridgewater was a starter for those games, so it would have been two years ago. Yeah, he fi- he hurt his finger in week two of the season before last year. Yeah, he also missed games last year. Yeah, because okay. I'm thinking it was Bridgewater was the guy that won five and zero. Oh. Okay, okay. So I thought, you know, I wasn't sure either. So um, I think Breeze had been retiring for like five. Breeze years. Breeze gets hurt every year now. <laughs> well, he gets, well, I guess he, the last few not years. hurt as an announcer. No, he's, he's doing okay with that. Fine. You relax. I think you overworked yesterday. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is that Breeze came back. The week before the bye, he could have had two more weeks and missed one game, and they had been 5-0 and without him. Maybe the 5-0 and without him is why he came back. These, these NFL guys, are, do, they come back. There's no calculation like the guy that's got five days, six days left, and it's November, and he's got the sniffles and he's trying to decide, should I take today off or not? That's not how these guys think. You know, Tom Brady doesn't, you know, was famous, especially with Garoppolo, for not wanting to come out even when they're winning 45 nothing. He didn't want that other guy to get any momentum. Because what happens? All of a sudden, it's like he looks pretty good. And again, Garoppolo, uh, Brady, they were trying to get rid of Brady when they drafted Garoppolo. And he understood that because by normal ages uh, or aging, he would have been hitting the end of the road. And so I don't think Dak, especially after Cooper Rush has a good game, you think Dak wants to put him on display? No. Yeah. So I I think the stuff that people do, like should they play softball or whatever, you know, in the league, 40 over league, they they try to apply that. I I think the, I mean, listen, you've been around UFC, you know, you had a UFC or a professional fight. You've been around like some elite UFC people, AJ Hoffman, you've been, is are they the type that's calculating how to get rest? No, but you, we mentioned this last week, and Dak, I think Dak would have played if it was up to him. How do you know that? You're making that up, though. Well, no, Dak said as much. Oh, if he said it's, it's not up to, to me. Say, it's like, don't hold me back. Hold me back. Well, <laughs> what else can I say? I mean, that, but, that's what he said. He said it's it, not up to me. Well, first of all, he said at the time that, that it's not up to me if I can play or not. That doesn't mean he wanted to play. 
That that's true, right? So I mean, we can parse this any way we want, but I guess my point is, I I don't. First of all, if Dak wants to play, he's going to play. Unless it's a concussion, if he wants to play, were they going to say no? Like when does that ever happen with a star player? But you do you think so? You think Dak up. didn't want to play last week? I think Dak always wants to play, but I don't think he was able to. I don't think if he was unable to play. I don't think you you want to play with your heart. But like I don't think he thought he could go on the field and do it. Okay, right. But I, this all, I think that we're to wrap that up. I think we're debating a couple different things. The one thing I agree with strongly, and I want to see if you agree, because it was my main point, which is I believe that the league, the NFL, professional athletes in general, but the NFL specifically, they don't do things like, hey, if I take off a Monday and a Friday, I only, you know, I can have a super long weekend. They, you know, they don't, you know, because I don't think they think like that. Most of them, especially the elite guys don't. The guys we care if they play or not. I don't think they think like that. Thus, I think that the fact Dak looks like he's going to play, it makes sense. I agree wholeheartedly. And the NFL doesn't load manage the way the NBA does. Less games. Yeah, I think they want to, whenever they can possibly get out there, they want to get out there. That's why what you talked about, guys normally willing to get shots to go out and play, they do it because they've only got 17 of these things a year. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. The Indianapolis Colts, 10, 10 and a half point favorites hosting the New York Jets. So we should say when we say 10, 10 and a half is it's floating between the two. And uh, 10 is a key number. By the way, Buster Posey announces retirement. But we don't really talk much baseball. He was the MVP and the Rookie of the Year. Three World Series rings. Huh. Huh. And only two players in history have ever done that. Have an MVP, a Rookie of the Year, and three World Series titles. And the note says one of two players ever to do that doesn't have the player otherwise. Would it be Derek Jeter? Oh, no, Derek Jeter. We have no idea. Who was it? Pete Rose. Pete Rose. That would have been my next guess. Oh, maybe this was like an anti-gambler that put that up, saying that he's not. He's he's on the ineligible list. <laughs> Sounds like Brad. Uh, all right, Colts and Jets. We w- talked about in the first segment. If you missed this, check out the pod before the uh, game because it was strong. AJ made it. He convinced me. I thought maybe the Colts had a dream crusher scenario, and after that loss, but their chance to make the playoffs are still significant. I think they're going to be playing hard. Jets last week, when you look at how they played last week, a shocking win. They killed a bunch of survivor people. Do you feel like the Jets are better than they've been? Are they trending in the right direction? No. No. So why not? Uh, because I, they still have a, just a dreadful roster. The question isn't how bad they are. The question is, are they over or underrated? You can be the worst team in the league and still be underrated. Well, this the look-ahead line on this was 14 points. Okay. So, they, so you're saying the adjustment – Okay, the look at line had White, though, as a horrible quarterback. 
Yes. Right. Well, how do you grade how White did in that game? He played well. Fez, when we did the podcast, he said, "I asked what the difference was between Mike White and Zach uh, Zach Wilson right now." He one said, "One guy has won. He's undefeated." The oh, go ahead. He said zero point. Well, remember Zach Wilson beat the Titans. He said zero movement on the two, so he he considers them equal right now. Here's the question. I did a poll on this on my Twitter at RJ in Vegas. You can see the exact results, and I asked it simply. Who would, you, who would you rather have on your team, Sam Darnold or Mike White? Guess who won? Mike White. Mike White. <laughs> and there were almost 4,000 votes. Mike White won 52.7%. I'm surprised. Darnold did better than I thought. You know something? You might think I'm joking here. I would want Mike White so fast your head would spin. Because here's the thing. We know Sam Darnold can't be an elite NFL quarterback. That is now known. There's a chance greater than zero that Mike White could be. Why wouldn't you want the guy that could actually be what you want? Like you say, you've got a lottery ticket. You don't want one that's already scratched off a loser. That's that's it. <laughs> Sam Darnold's a lost lottery ticket that's in the, in the sore right now. <laughs> they come to the Breeders' Cup from every corner of the globe. The best thoroughbreds from around the world with one goal in mind, the title of world champion. Visit breederscup.com slash 2021 for more information. Catch all the action live on November 5th and 6th. That was an unusually good analogy for you. Thank now, you. How are you. How's your record on these props on Thursday? Six and two this, this season so far. That's strong. Now... You've got another one. Come on, baby, $80,000. <laughs> Jets running back Michael Carter over four and a half receptions. First five games of the season, Zach Wilson at quarterback. He had nine receptions on 14 targets in five games. Once Wilson went out late in the second quarter against New England, things changed drastically. Since that injury, Carter's had 17 catches on 23 targets. That's three catches per quarter with Mike White at quarterback. It's safe to assume... Well, per quarter, you mean for four quarters? Six quarters. Uh, six quarters? All right. All right. A game and a half. He's, right. he's caught 17 passes, uh, which is way more than he did all season. It's safe to assume... Mike White is leaning on Carter as a receiver. Michael Carter over four and a half receptions. I almost did this. I was ready to. But I actually think not. because So what you're saying is that we are getting six quarters of this rookie or this young quarterback, and he has a propensity to do this. Yes. It might be the position. It might be that this guy and him threw to each other a lot on the sidelines, whatever it is. And thus, when the pressure's on and the lights are bright, he's going to fall back to that. Agreed. And the numbers are just going to be season-long numbers pretty much. Right. They're slightly higher than season-long. But, but not that much. No. I'm going to accept that. Thank you. I'm going to accept. I'm surprised. Because I will make this announcement. We got to get off all the overs. <laughs> I mean, it's so square. But this one, I, I, I would probably accept it. Okay. I would accept it. The Colts... You know, you got to wonder about Wentz, too, and the idea that he was doing so well with the turnovers, and then it's like he's not great under um, – when the pressure's on, and I'm not talking just rush, I'm talking about mentally, he can fall apart. So I, if you like the Colts, I might want to watch and, and see if he does well the first drive. His worst two games were his last two games – is that for the season or his career? For the season. Yeah, his worst two games, his last two games. I'd be careful with the Colts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 